Hey everyone and welcome to today's ladies room. We are here with the great and knowledgeable Dr. Teresa. How are you today, Teresa? I'm excellent. Great, fantastic. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you, and uh, so am I. And I am here from Ireland in Chicago, so I am also really, really excited to be here. So if you're just tuning in to um, today's ladies room, please pull up a chair because we're gonna have a great chat about diastasis? Diastasis rectus. Hi. Yes, Rectai. you do need to speak Latin to do that, but you know, we don't call it that. We call it what our ladies do, which is alien, alien belly. belly. Yes, so. it's, it's a, quite a tongue twister and anyone that I ever meet tries to get the medical term out, but it really just doesn't really happen for many people unless you're kind of in that field. So alien belly is perfect with us and you know, if you say it to us, we'll totally know what you mean. So alien belly is our word for the for the condition that doctors would call diastasis recti, and sometimes people try and shorten it to DR. Mm -hmm. But what it is, and most ladies know what it is, particularly if they've had a baby or they know someone who has it, is it's a bulge that happens right in the center, um, and it can be above and or below the belly button, where the muscles that are here on the outside, which is that, that word is those are the rectus abdominis muscles. The, mm -hmm. When you see them in a really lean person, that's the six pack. Okay. So the six pack is never really a six pack. So mm -hmm. a lot of times people will say, well, you know, this is a separation or a splitting right. of those muscles. So it's not a six pack anymore, it's two, three packs. But the way that the muscles in the body work is most of your muscles have one on one side and one on the other right. side. So you do have two rectus abdominis muscles. So they already were s sort of separated because they're two separate muscles, just like you have a biceps on your left and a biceps on your right. right. It just happens that they run right alongside each other and that they're not supposed to wander off in two mm. different directions. I think a good way of visualizing that in your head is like what we, we we were having a conversation about this yesterday and you were like they're like muffins in a in a tray so it's like you have two little separate trays either side and you can it's like baker's rolls you can right if somebody's really lean so they don't have you know and women would very rarely get this lean we usually see it in men mm -hmm. w women that are lean enough to see a six pack are usually um too lean to have normal female circulating hormones without help. So if you're that lean, you usually would not be fertile or have periods or things like that. But men can get that lean because they, you know, as we guys like to say, they never have to grow a baby brain from scratch. Yes, so true. we have to kind of keep a pantry on us all the time yes. for preparing for the future. But what we see like those um, muffin tops are actually the bellies of the muscles. So you know like when you shorten a muscle like your bicep, mm -hmm. um, I've got my arm here and I'm flexing my arm like make a muscle mm -hmm. and it gets um, it gets shorter and fatter. Yes. That's what muscles do when they contract. So if you were to sort of see what would happen under a microscope, if you take your fingertips and you face your uh, fingertip, you, you put your hands so they're facing each other like fingernails are touching fingernails and then you run them together so that they're they're sort of zipped up like a zipper of fingers. Right. This is what happens when muscles contract. They zip together closer and then they bunch up and get shorter and fatter mm -hmm. and then they relax 
and then they pull kind of to the end where they would just be they would just be overlapping right at the fingernail area mm -hmm. when um, all the muscles are attached to sort of a sheet of tissue we call fascia. Fascia right. is like canvas. It's very, very tough mm -hmm. and very sturdy and it can be in these big sheets like it is there where you could see it if you ever saw like example where someone did a dissection, it's the white stuff. Okay. Or you can see it on like cuts of meat, that white stuff. Yeah. But we have fascia running through all of our muscles, like every little individual muscle fiber, mm -hmm. it's, they're just more invisible. And then they all converge and knit together to make a rope, like a tendon, or to make a sheet, like what's covering the front of the abdomen. So what happens when you get the alien belly is that that sheet of fascia, which should be very strong and thick, um, like a that canvas, like a sail on a mm -hmm. sailboat, um, it gets very thinned out, and it often will happen um, during or after a pregnancy when the growing uterus pushes from the inside out. So I tell people it's a lot like um, pizza dough. So it should be, like before you got pregnant, it should yeah. be like when at pizza parlor they start with the disc. Yeah. You know, it's kind of thick and you, you just like twirl it around and stretch it out a little bit mm -hmm. and then you put it in the pan. But sometimes they get like very excited about tossing it in the air and pulling it with their knuckles mm -hmm. and it gets very thinned out like a, a sheet that you can see knuckles moving underneath mm -hmm. of it. And that's what freaks people out about their alien belly and that's why we call it an alien belly from the movie Aliens or, or one of the, like more than one of them. But and I didn't actually know, I actually told Trace about this. One of my ladies um, came to me one day and she had a baby, might have been, I don't know, say she came back to me eight months later and she said, you know, when I come out of the shower and I sit on my bed, like every woman does, they, you know, you sit in your towel, dry yourself off and she says, when I look down at my stomach, it looks like an alien belly. and without even knowing what she was talking about, it was the movie, The Alien, what is it, The Chest Buster? Yeah. That's the scene. But then the one they do later with Sigourney Weaver, it looks much more, like yes, you can see yes. it moving around underneath of her belly. Yeah. Because you've already known the surprise of when it bursted out and you didn't know yeah. there was gonna be alien. But when then you do know there's gonna be alien, then you see it, the f like it looks like a fist yes. moving around <laughs> yeah. underneath that pizza dough. That's and it. she's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, and I totally didn't know freaking that. out. Yeah. And so are we, because we know it's just about to explode. Yeah. And it sounds like labor. Like they're they're writhing around and yes. it's just like you you know, you give birth to this alien that mm. pops out and then when the alien pops out it doesn't uh, close back up again. No, And yes. that's what they feel like there's this wound or mm. this separation or this opening. And a lot of times if you go to the, if you go to the doctor, they will say, well, we can sew it back together. Mm -hmm. And so if you think of it again, like the pizza with the little muffin tops on top, or I guess you could put like mounds of cheese, mm -hmm. but, and you really want them to like, just be like, uh, not mounds of cheese on a crust, you want like, smooth cheese all over yes, everything. Yeah. You know, you want all your layers and you want it nice and flat and all uh, in a nice piece where you get everything that you want in each bite of the pizza. Right. Um, but instead you're having these lumpy bumpies and this very 
um, upsetting thin area where the you can kind of see your insides moving around. Right, it, yeah. it feels um. Well, I had one after um, I had my son, and I just said it feels uh, gushy. I I didn't really have a better word for it, yeah. but it just it kind of made me feel queasy. So you you know you can um. The, one of the best ways of checking for this is you can look, there's way, you know, you can Google on YouTube and things like that to look at how to measure one and we will put um, a link in the show notes mm -hmm. of having you figure out um, how wide that um, stretching or separation between the muscle bellies are, but they haven't split. There mm -hmm. still is fascia covering and your insides are not going to come out. It's just that it's become so thin it's really like a hernia. Right. So it's like a tire blowout where the inside of the tire, or like a little piece of gum, you know, you chew gum sometimes and you have like a wad of gum and then you can like make the skinny, thin yes, little bubble. Yeah. Like it, you put the air in that instead of the whole piece of gum. Right. So when you do surgery, like the gum or the pizza, what they're gonna do is if you can imagine a big overstretched out pizza that's like, you, you know, three feet wide or something, you know, much mm -hmm. too, that you cut the middle out and then you bring the two edges. Right. So you bring them in, but you still have this thin fascia. Mm -hmm. But um, what you really want to do is, um, just as we would do with a, a good scar healing, is we'd want to actually bring all the dough back together, rework it, and and make it a uniform thickness with all the fascia that you need. So you do right. have to build up new fascia. But what we're going to talk about right now is that the main mistake that women make because mm -hmm. almost all women get very upset by this bulging belly oh, and the yeah. first thing they start to do is do a lot of abdominal exercises. Oh, crunches is like the main thing. It's like I need to start doing crunches and planks and all of these you know, conventional um, ab exercise that you would do in a regular gym. And like what you said at the start of this, what they don't realize is that when you work the ab muscle, you're just creating this bulge. So like when a man goes to the gym and, you know, he works on arms and what he's looking to do is to build the muscle up and to have big arms and, you know, for his arms to look good. But what the ladies think that when they do these ab exercises is that they're smoothing out the tummy when all they're really doing is building up the muscle. And there's a great little quote um, that flies around and it's um, abs are created in the gym but revealed in the kitchen. So you can do your crunches and you can do your planks and, and all of this, but you're never going to see anything behind that layer of fat. Um, but I know what you're saying about the ladies, they're so frantic about you know wanting to get this separation or well not really separation but it's like gliding plates they want it to come back together and they really are frantic about it and the only thing that they can think about doing is getting into the gym and doing all of these crazy ab exercises it doesn't bring them the the way that the muscle shortens is from uh, is vertically it's mm -hmm. from you're doing crunches and you're building up like um like a long, like a pork tenderloin, like a long piece of meat with like chops in mm. the middle of it. So there's these bands. And you can also do the starving. You know, we talk, we'll talk, we talk um, about the layer that we call in the, you know, um, in the Flat Tummy Mummy program we teach, we have our five layers of fatness. Mm -hmm. And um, 
because all of these kind of make you look thicker in the middle and they all contribute to it. But mostly um, the one people talk about with dieting and exercise is the, is the extra fat underneath of the skin that you can kind of pinch. Mm -hmm. So that's what women are not going to lose usually all of that and build up those muscles. So men can get leaner and build the bellies of the muscles up mm -hmm. more. But that still doesn't address what's making the alien belly. What's making the alien belly is the thinning out and stretching of the fascia. And that actually a lot of times it's just not really good quality tissue. Mm -hmm. So when I would be operating, when I do surgery, you can just tell. It's like you go to sew something together and sometimes when people have, you know, they, they're poorly nourished or um, they just have very bad tissue. So you would pick it up and it's like sewing together wet toilet paper. Right. And it just pulls through. It has no it doesn't have that good stuff to it. Mm -hmm. And the part of the reason that we're having that is twofold, is one, we are lacking building blocks in our diet right. that make for, um, so we'll talk about that in a minute of what can make for better fascia, you know, right. what, what can we do to make better building blocks? And the other one, which is really big um, as far as eating, is we eat a very inflamed diet. A right. lot of people yes. do. So you have to think if the, your diet is, has this inflammatory nature where people are having gut inflammation. They might not have uh, gut symptoms, so they might not have um, queasy or um, problems going to the bathroom, loose or constipation or um, pains, cramps, all of those things that people would associate with having, in, you know, um, inflamed bowel. Instead, they might have bloating, mm -hmm. which is just a tendency. You know, if we had inflamed, um, you skin your knee, you know, no, it weeps. Yes. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. has that watery stuff. Uh -huh. And our bowel can weep. We have this excess fluid and things like that. And so another place that we see an effect of um, fascia and inflammation is cellulite. Right. It's like, but I say it's just a different, um, it's the cheese, it's like Swiss cheese. Yes. So it's as if um, the swollen, waterlogged, inflamed fat is pushing through fascia that instead of that it's overly stretchy and got thinned out is it's tense and hard like strings and bands okay. and it pushes through like if you were to push through a colander or something mm -hmm. so you see that rippling yeah. and it just looks different because instead of pushing through underneath the muscle layer what we call our coat layer instead of pushing through those muscles cellulite is right under the skin so you're seeing the fascia underneath of the skin with the fat that's right underneath the skin. Mm -hmm. And that fat that's underneath the skin is supposed to make it, it's supposed to make you look attractive. Yeah. It's supposed to give this beautiful, you know, keep you from looking old. It looks juicy. Juicy, juicy yes. and like, yeah. you know, like a baby. Yes. You know, it should have that quality to it, like almost sort of just juicy and rubbery. And mm. that's what good quality fat and connective tissue right. looks like. So we have to address this in a different way. And then, of course, the last way that we <laughs> need to address it is this way that women are exercised, which is exactly wrong. Yeah. So they're trying to pull their alien belly in from the outside. Right. You know, we call the rectus abdomini and all the 
you know, that's the abdomen or the six pack and the leg muscles and the big moving muscles on the outside. That's what we call um, our coat muscles. Right. And they're trying to like pull the coat around to hold their insides in yes. when they really need to structure their inner core back and have a resilient, responsive inner core that has a good pelvic floor and um, when they cough or they sneeze or mm -hmm. they bear down that that creates an increase in intra-abdominal pressure that's mm -hmm. contained in the box okay. but this box has a blowout so a lot of times what you know we work we are always talking and working on the pelvic floor and so women that have had a baby and they feel like the hernia is in front they're very frantic because they can see it mm -hmm. you know yes. they see this bulge in the front yes but a lot of women are having their hernia um, down below where they can kind of feel it like there's this sense that they're not the same after they've had a, a baby and th that's when I say it's like when you squeeze down it's the toothpaste the caps right, yes. off the toothpaste yes. tube and it just feels like everything just kind of falls out it feels like everything is loose like it could all go at any second right and yeah. it is not loose it is not got the proper tone back and what we always need to remember is our nervous system controls are all of our muscles in our mm -hmm. body. So the way to go back this is to set up for success. It's to put everything in place, put in build, better building blocks, take away the thing that's hurting it, which in the case of an alien belly, two big things. Um, you don't want any inflammation or bloating pushing out on the belly and making that tissue not want to heal, like right. um, a skin knee that you keep scrubbing on, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to heal. And then we need to add things into our diet that uh, the building blocks to help um, help get better building of this connective tissue. So it's a process and it doesn't happen immediately. And a big part of it is learning to exercise your inner core properly, okay. which you can't. Mm -hmm. You can't exercise it because exercise just as soon as you say, you know, it means training to Burn. do something. Yeah, yeah so yeah. We, there, there are not exercises. What we want to do is facilitate firing of the internal core, what we call the corset. Right. So the corset needs to go on before the coat. Mm -hmm. So first you have to decrease the inflammation, mm -hmm. build up the layer, make the corset all that whole capsule that's formed by your diaphragm where you breathe down which is a dome on the top your pelvic floor which is like a bowl on the bottom mm -hmm. and then it's connected so it really looks like um, a capsule, capsule yeah. and what we see a lot you know women flaring their ribs up and out is that their capsule is broken in the front so it's like poking open like there's a smile in the front or they're all collapsed mm -hmm. and their capsule is poochy and folded yeah. over in the front, yes. which is also not a good capsule. But in the um, alien belly, this is longitudinal separation. This is a long separation, right. like a zipper that came undone. Okay. And that's really all that it is, is it's a zipper that's broken. Mm -hmm. you, when people have it, I'm like, we, you know, we talk so <clears throat> much about the corset and the coat, mm -hmm. is I say, well, what you did was you busted your buttons. Yeah. And you can pull all you want, but if you've swollen up and you're too big for your coat right now and you keep trying to pull your coat back together but you didn't repair the buttons, you're going to, you can only just hold on to it for a while and yeah. as soon as you do anything else, everything's going to fall out. So we have to do it in layers and it does take a little bit of work. 
So why wouldn't someone just have the surgery and sew it back together? Well, that scar that you make is actually, um, it's actually stronger, but it's a lot stiffer mm -hmm. than the fascia is. So the fascia isn't stretchy, but it has give okay. so that you can move around and be very athletic. And it also communicates with all the rest of the fascia in your body and helps you move well and feel yourself in space. All of these things help with your overall figure, like how we want to, um, how we want to look, because mm -hmm. it's really about what you look like, not what you weigh. Yes. So we were, you know, we were like, it's like, it's the sculpt, it's not the scale, scale right? Exactly. So, so we, 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 what we know what women want is they want this flat tummy. They don't want that poking out mm -hmm. and they, f they feel like no matter how much I diet, no matter how much I exercise, there's this poking out bit mm -hmm. through the center. And what you have to do a, a lot of times is that sometimes y you need to use like a splint. Okay. So you need to, you need to hold things in place because every time you bear down or you cough, when you have this weakened area, then it's going to push through that. So will the splint then tempor temporarily bring back those muscles together? And then what happens then when we take off the splint? Like would it help to kind of reform the, the I think that the reason why the <coughs> splint works mm -hmm. and it, you know, the, researches it's kind of all over the place for yes. this it's a huge problem but the research is kind of all over the place i think that if you just think of it like as the coat again so it's mm -hmm. a zipper you must bring the two sides in proximity right. even if you're going to want to repair them and then you don't want to be puffing it out and putting pressure on it. Okay. So the worst thing that we see is doing these abdominal exercises that cause the bulge. Mm -hmm. So all these moms come into flat tummy mummy classes and some of them just said, oh, I put baby weight on, that's more like the blubber and they can't get it off or they've lost their shape. Yeah. Um, but some of them have this, the alien belly and they want to get rid of that and they can be very lean mm -hmm. and complaining like I've done everything and yes. still this won't go away, this bulge won't go away. And th probably they more than anyone, they're just going to have to be patient and use the splint and stop doing the things that keep mm. pushing from the inside out before there's been a chance to repair it. I think that's the hardest thing is to get um, a new mom to realize that this is a process, like it takes time. You know, you won't be fixed in a couple weeks. So you really kind of have to just stick with it and, and just kind of suck it up. And I feel as though when somebody has to wear a splint, it's like, why can't I just be like everyone else and just not wear this and just do my crunches and this and that and, and, and just build it back up. But it, it really is, it's a whole process that you just kind of have to get comfortable with. And flat to mummy is one of those things that you have to let the idea in. Well, you know, we, the, a big part of understanding how the inner core works is it all fires in one piece and mm -hmm. you can't work it. Yes. So, you know, people are always trying to work it. So if they come in and they're like working the other invisible part, the pelvic floor, they're always trying to do Kegels, yes. which I say is like trying to lift a bowling ball with ribbons <laughs> yeah. because those outer muscles are not nearly as big as these inner muscles, the ones that help us breathe and stabilize our spine so we can be upright. So when a baby is born, they're just like floppy all over. You know, mm -hmm. they have like, f they, they can curl up with, they pull their arm, you know, um, 
bend in their arms and knees. We call that flexion. So they like pull up tight like into a fetal position, but they really don't have any voluntary control and they can't pick themselves up. They can't resist gravity. They can't get their head up. So what they first have to do is we say stability precedes mobility. So right. they have to have their brain coordinate their body to stabilize that capsule so it's all packed mm -hmm. and ready and then you can move all your whips against the 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 capsule the capsule becomes the fixed point okay. which other things move against so it prepares you to move like the crane like you direct it in the direction to get you ready to go so the brain does that by starting to understand what your intention is and you don't do all of these. So we tend to train, so if you think of it, the nervous system, it's a lot, you know, it's electricity. Mm -hmm. So people come in, I said, you're going through the building of your body and you're turning on, you're wandering into every room and wandering on the room to turn a lamp on. When you could just throw the breaker switch yeah. to get ready to go. So if you just know what you want to do, and that's why we use imagery. Mm -hmm. So we use these thoughts in our minds which create an image or an intention. And that's just how a baby learns to do that to start with. Right. And so the problem is, is you can feel quite stable working the coat mm -hmm. inside. Just like you can feel quite thin by having a thick coat that you manage to suck in and zip <laughs> yes. up and can't breathe <laughs> from the outside. <laughs> that there's this illusion from the outside that you're holding yourself together. But what we really want to move is have a long, slender, strong, supple inside right. that allows any kind of movement on the outside. This is, you can see it immediately when you see a really, uh, I guess I'd use the word graceful athlete. Yes. Like it doesn't matter if they're men or women, they mm -hmm. just put everyone to shame. Yeah. They. They can float through the, they just are so athletic. Looks effortless. It really, yeah. really does. And that is, the, that is <clears throat> not trained movement. There's training of the coat, which you can certainly train. But mm -hmm. first they have this inner stability that they can always move on. It's so efficient. Right. And what we need to help persuade moms to do when you have this is to first start to understand that you can't pull it together. And that also the surgery makes a scar. Yes. And a scar isn't the same as non-scarred. Mm -hmm. So you'd know like if you were to sew something together and you make a seam and that seam is stronger than the things around it, then it actually makes it much easier to tear right, right yes. around where the scar is. Mm -hmm. So it just tears right next to the scar. Okay. So the scar is stronger, but it's stiff and it doesn't move. Mm -hmm. And part of your brain just understands it feels that snag in your, yeah. in your capsule. Yeah. Like what should be like bellows, like it should be like expanding and contract, you know, very yeah. rhythmic and elastic and supple. And then there's this scar that's there and you can remodel a scar over time, but it it's a quick fix to make it look better, but it doesn't really work as well as the original plan. Okay, so Teresa, is this a common surgery to um, get women's rectus abdominis back together? Is it, you know, something that a doctor will do pretty easily if a woman is, you know, so upset and frantic and in that place where they just, they think that they're going to be stuck with this belly for the rest of their life. Is it, you know, will they say, well, we can help you with pelvic floor to, to get it back or you can just have the surgery, we'll do it for you. Well, um, doctors are 
you know, look at things from medical. So they're okay. going to fix that. And there is this uh, geographic separation that you can see. And there is a possibility of repairing it surgically. Right. So they will often say, yes, we can bring that together. That's in my skill set. So they're not going to be doing this long-term rehabilitation of the fascia mm -hmm. because that's really not what we do medically. Right. So the big difference will be individual doctors will say from anything from a pretty small separation to a really large one, they have their cutoff point where they say, oh, that will never come back together. But the reality is, is even very large ones can come back together again. Mm -hmm. It does take time, yeah. but it certainly can happen, which is some people are gonna choose the surgery. So that's why I wanted to mention that it doesn't make you quite the same. It does improve the look. Okay. Just like, you know, you can have liposuction and suck fat out. Okay. You know, you can have surgery that improves the look of things, but don't really address the underlying mm -hmm. problem. So there, the, um, that doesn't mean that it will recur, although you're more likely to have this quality. And, you know, one of the things I will say is like women that have this at pregnancy, and you don't have to have had a baby to have um, an alien belly or a diastasis right. recti. You can be, be male even. So there is this separation. Again, it's too much intra-abdominal pressure right. with not yeah. enough tissue integrity. So whenever you have those two together, you can have it. It's just pregnancy is a very common big strain. I think that's actually an important fact that this can actually happen to anybody. You don't have to be pregnant for this to happen to you. And actually, I think Katie spoke about this. Um, Katie we, Bowman. Yeah, we listened to some of her podcasts and I think uh, in one of her podcasts, she said this, that uh, kids can have this. Yes. Boys, girls, yes. males, female, like uh, men, women, um, anybody can have this. So it's, that's an important thing to, to also remember. Yes, she's actually going to have a book coming out on this problem. I'm very excited to read it. It's coming out in February of 2016, which is just right around the corner. So we'll put a sh link on that to the show notes. Cool. Awesome. Because of the way that she's talked about it before, I think she has a pretty good um, turn on things. But the, but the, the part that we want to focus on as far as for medically is that doctors can repair it, okay. but they aren't really addressing what the underlying problem okay. is or the mechanism of how you got it in the first place, which could be just from pregnancy. Like if you have, the more babies that you're carrying, the more mm -hmm. likely you have a significant one. Okay. But you know, we all know some women, they just shrink right back down again and others stay sort of um, unattached. And in the beginning I was saying, the place where, you know, when muscle bellies, when you interlace them, then you let them come back out, they should still be touching. Okay. And when they come out of contact with each other, this is where the splint and the intention and getting, putting the body together the right way before you put the load on it is a really, really good idea. So we want to do, we want to do this in a systematic sort of way okay. to bring those um, areas close together so that they have a chance to heal. So the body knows this is the place that you want it. Mm -hmm. If it, it, it isn't an opening like a wound, it isn't a cut, right. but it still has some of those same characteristics where as if you had a gap, a cut, you would want to bring the edges yes. close together so that they could heal naturally. And one of the things we know is we can sew them together, but a lot of times they heal very well if you just put the butterfly strips on them. Yes. And now they're even crazy gluing them together. So what we want to do is set 
things up to be able to um, have that happen, but the main thing is to stop doing the things that are causing it. Okay. All right. Okay. I gotcha. And then the, um, you need to be well nourished. You can't build a new body. That's my next question for you. What is our secret ingredient building block for our pizza dough? So as we said, this is a process. So you, as you said, you need super good nutrition for this too. So what is our secret ingredient for our well, pizza Well, the dough? secret ingredient is first you, like as I said, is anti-inflammatory diet, which we talk about a lot. But the, but the secret ingredient for connective tissue is other connective tissue. So it's bone broth or stock where right. you're getting that gel. And if you're lazy or it's summertime, oh, you don't really have to be lazy. It's just, it is not really hard to make, but it's just there that um, there is really good sources of gelatin mm -hmm. that you can st stir like into your morning coffee and things like that even. So um, we'll put a link in the show notes to the, the gelatin. But bone broth, which has become all the rage, it's all over the place now. Yeah. It just sort of took off. It's the new gluten. The, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is, we just always need to think that what we're taking into our body is what would it have been in the other body? And gelatin comes from connective tissue. Right. So of course it has all the, um, the good ingredients. And then the other magic ingredients is good vitamin C, which you get from okay. fresh fruits and vegetables. Vegetables have a lot of vitamin C in them too. And those are what, um, one of the things when people have a vitamin C deficiency that caused the disease, scurvy, was things would fall apart. So yeah. you'd have alien belly body, like everything that could fall apart, you know, joints got loose, teeth fall out of their sockets, bruising because the, the, literally the blood vessels don't hold together right. the right way. So vitamin C is what gives the instructions for the connective tissue to knit together the proper way. Gotcha. So it's the loom. So if you were weaving, you know, you want to have a smart weaver, you want to have a good loom and you want to have high quality yarn. And that's what we're doing with this way of making the alien belly go away. And then, like in that next alien, not like the first one, it will all just be a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for explaining that to us in such a colorful way, as always. <laughs> she is amazing at explaining things. I just love listening to you. Um, and I hope you ladies really enjoyed today's um, chat with Teresa and I. And I think that's it for today. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, nope, I think that's it. Is it? Um, it's a process, yes. but it is very, very doable. Okay, awesome. Well, please stay tuned to our up and coming videos. We will be talking loads more about loads of different topics. We're not just going to be talking about our alien belly and, and that kind of thing. We we cover various different topics. So please stay tuned, and we will be having yep. more chats in the future. If and you're a lady, you can come to the ladies' room. Yes, of course. Anybody is welcome here. We're always here to chat. So thanks so much for coming today, okay. Teresa, and we'll see you soon. I'm so glad you came. <laughs> Thank you.